0: hi guys so welcome to episode three of babbling brummies with me and john um uh so a little disclaimer to start with obviously due to certain covid situations um we can't obviously basically, be gone
1: basically my house on covid
0: yeah um, so it's <laughs> so, so was trying so not to say it. Put,
1: um together but be- because of situations we're recording the part today but that's fine because um We'll get it. The quality might be a bit different because we're using different um, equipment,
0: but we're just going to go into it. Hopefully, it'll all it'll all still sound okay, right? Well, yeah, that's. that's what we're let's be honest. I mean, these guys won't mind, it' still sound the same. Do you know what I mean? Just the quality might be a little bit different, but it's yeah. fine. We're both using headsets. That we use for PlayStation Five, so if anything, pity us. imagine us trying to play Fortnite <laughs> with this sound. <laughs>
1: that's
0: all it. Right. But yeah, so oh, yeah. John, interesting Boxing Day. Yeah,
1: so that's where we're gonna start, isn't it? Today? I know there's yeah. been some to the matches today. Well, it's the twenty eighth today when we're recording this. So it'll be, I'm guessing twenty or thirty when it goes out. Yeah, but um, the Liverpool match hasn't happened yet this evening. But Boxing Day, uh, it was very, very high scoring. Um, yeah. I don't know which match you want to go
0: over first, Jay. Uh, right. So I'll get. I'll just type in Premier League on my phone. The first result I've got in front of me. Uh, is... it was it. I've got West Ham 2, Southampton 3 So that was yeah, That was Boxing Day
1: wasn't it And that was yeah. a game which sort of went everywhere I remember because yeah. I was um, I-, I wanted West Ham to win this one If I'm honest
0: of And course. when
1: Antonio, cause he came on as a sub Didn't he at half time when um... When West Ham were 1-0 down And I was like please, please Be the catalyst for change And then four minutes after he came on After Not having the best first half, West Ham, but not an awful first half either. But after he came on four minutes, he scores. I was like, oh, this is (laughs) game-changing. This could be the one. But um, alas, it was 3-2. West Ham not in good form. Well,
0: we'll get on to today's results. But
1: at this point, they were not (laughs) in good form at all. And that continued into this game. Southampton uh, not really on great form either.
0: But um No, but it's that weird time result. of the year, isn't it? Like Especially everyone, away from her. Yeah, like everyone just picking up results. And it's so like you said, Boxer Day itself was just insane. Yeah. Like, it, it,
1: like the amount of goals that flew in, like it was ridiculous. You know, you
0: look at the scoreline, it says, Yeah, fine, West Ham two, Southampton three but that game could have very easily ended West Ham four, Southampton three. Like yeah. it was it was just an end-to-end roller coaster that was. As a neutral, actually, that would have been great.
1: And actually, West Ham had uh, way more chances. Uh, I don't know what the XP was, but um, eleven shots to Southampton's seven. Um, better possession, like five times as many corners. Yep. That says one thing about the attacking pressure they had on them. They could have easily. I mean, to be honest, they probably should have come away so here, especially when they're fighting for European places and maybe even Champions League places. Mm. Um they they should be able to beat Southampton at home.
0: They they should. But yeah. they didn't unfortunately.
1: <laughs> no, they didn't. And, and they, they really use... didn't, right? Like, it wasn't um, even I mean, I know it was one goal, but Southampton, away from home, I'm pretty sure they've got one of the worst records in the league. I know at home, they've only lost once, I believe, all season. Um, But away from home, they are not uh, really that great, not really that big of a threat, whereas West Ham recently have been able to do stuff at home, away, all the time. I mean, if you look at the away table, uh, Southampton have won twice all season away from home. Oh dear. And if you look at the home table, uh, West Ham, I mean, they're seventh in in the in the home table. Uh, played l- uh, less games than a few people, but
0: I think the thing we find weird about this yeah. is this is the same West Ham United at home that have beat Chelsea, yeah, beat Liverpool, yeah, like
1: and they're... before this game, South, Southampton had only won one game away all season. Like
0: it was just yeah, it's one it of should... them, isn't it? It's crazy.
1: Going yeah, this match, it was a, a game that West Ham needed to win. Because let's be honest, um, Southampton aren't the greatest team. They always seem to be staying in the league by the skin of their teeth a few places up at relegation, especially since they seem to be just selling all their best players.
0: You sound like a really hopeful um, Portsmouth fan who wants them to go down. I'm
1: really hoping Newcastle a bit of James Ward Prowse in, um, in January.
0: That could be the nail in the coffin for us. See ya. Him. Chai, Adams <laughs> because... as well. Chai Adams is popping up with a goal or two from getting done. <laughs>
1: Is he, is he out there, bro? Is he cool? he didn't play today in today's match on the 28th. It was
0: um. He might Long be.
1: and Armstrong. At the top. I
0: believe I believe there was a record number of COVID cases in the Prem this week. Over
1: 100, wasn't there?
0: Yeah, yeah. Including staff, obviously. But Okay. Still. So, West Ham slipping a little bit. Need to kind of sort themselves out, really. Yeah. Don't know what's going on with them. But, well, January might be coming at the right time for them. It
1: I'll seems follow. like they have that momentum from the start of the season, probably coming from the end of last season. Um, I mean, they topped their European group. They um, were top four for a long period, or at least, five now. I mean, they're still fifth now. Um, they're still up there. But I think, apart from Liverpool and Chelsea, they haven't won in the league for like seven or eight games. Not included t- today, of course, when they did one, but we'll get onto that later. But yeah point of this game they had a wooden league for about seven games apart from um, obviously Chelsea and um, Liverpool are big wings but it seems like they're struggling against uh, teams very lower down
0: yeah
1: and playing well against the teams um, at the top and to be honest they seem to play well when they don't have possession it seems when they have time on the ball they don't really know what yeah. to
0: do they love a account- they love a counter attack. The problem is Southampton yeah. always going to set up away from home to counter attack.
1: Yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, that game was um, a sad game for me. But again, I mean, I was going to say lots of goals. But every game in Boxing Day, like the six games that played, the lowest scoring was two goals and three goals. Like that's how many goals went in. The top scoring nine goals in it. And should we go
0: to that match now?
1: The uh, Man City Leicester one.
0: We're gonna do Man City Leicester. All right.
1: So, you, this was yeah. I mean, this was an incredible uh, game, if I'm honest with you. Went from, it looked like Man City is going to blow him away at 4-0. Yeah,
0: at half-time, uh, you kind of sat there like, oh, dear.
1: I remember listening to this match, actually, and I was like, oh, goal, oh, goal, oh, goal, oh, goal. oh 25 minutes in, 4-0. This right. could be like a 9-0. They're like, they're, what Leicester did Southampton? So it obviously... could be revenge.
0: Yeah, Man I went... Obviously, I worked an archer Christmas Day. So, I just woke up, looked at the score, saw it was 4 at time and I was like, oh, wow, like, oh, dear. I literally went, had some food, hmm. made a coffee, sat back down and looked and saw it was 4-3, and I was like, "What? Yeah. what is happening? It was, like... <laughs> it was an amazing comeback. <laughs> and, like, at that point,
1: even though Man City had dominated the game, um, if, you, if you look at, like, the possession stats for like, the whole game, even when Leicester got their goals, and I think it's the stat of uh, the touches in the final third, even when Leicester got their goals, minute by minute, Man City, I think, for 87% of the minutes, or um, 87 of the minutes, had uh, were dominating the touches in the final third. And oh, even yeah. when Leicester was scoring, it was just literally quick blasts when they scored. And um, it was... At 4-3, though, that doesn't really matter. Man City could have had 90% possession and been dominating everything, but at 4-3, could go either way.
0: I mean, there's one thing we've learned about the Premier League. The pretty football is nice to watch and the possession game's great, but how many times Hmm. have teams scumbagged the win by just sitting behind the ball and having a counter-attack? And I think this game was pivotal for a couple of reasons. One, it shows that Leicester defensively have a lot of work to do. But it also shows that Man City, to concede three goals that quickly on a (laughs) counter-attack... Yeah. Yeah, and it's pace. When you Mm. haven't got Kyle Walker, you know, covering on the right, and you're left with Laporte and was it Ruben Diaz probably playing, they're not the quickest of lads. If you can get past Rodri, and then you're gone, Rodri's not renowned for his pace. You've got that triangle three there... If you can get at them, Patterson-Dacker showed that you can get at them.
1: And um, they didn't have Kyle Walker. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, Cancelo is a bit of pace on him. Zincheny is not the fastest. But when they're missing that pacey, pacey defender who can, like, you saw it with England. Yep. When Maguire made mistakes when Stones made mistakes, especially in that Germany game, Walker was sweeping up behind. And in this game, maybe that's what they missed. Maybe if they had Walker, it would have been 6 Uh I mean, Man City was super clinical. They only had thirteen shots all game and scored six, compared to Leicester, who also had thirteen and scored three. Like, mm-hmm. but
0: two penalties as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's then two counter attacks It's them counter oh, attacks, though, isn't it? Like when they don't have that pacey, pacey player. Yeah, are, are they going to be susceptible to it? The
0: pro the problem I've got is I've now gone from obviously when we spoke two weeks ago and last week, and I was like, ah. Oh, Man City just need a striker, whereas now I'm kind of like, hmm, Man City, I think, don't just need a striker. I think they need, I'm not saying they need new defence, but they definitely need another centre-back or two to cover, like another right-back to jump in, another left-back to jump in. I mean, they,
1: they have got Cancelo and Zinchenko and Walker, who are all all great. Uh, I mean, cancelo has been amazing this season. Mm. Uh, this year, to be honest, I know he's been playing on the side, he's not used to playing on, or but... In the previous he hasn't played
0: on. Oh, that assist though against Everton where he just mm. inside of the boot Ah, oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> But when they're are reserved uh, Ake and Stones. I mean Stones is great. Uh Ake's never really been I don't I don't I don't want to sound like like an idiot here, but he's not really been proven in a team like Man City.
0: Come on now. He's always
1: played for struggling teams. I know it was Chelsea, wasn't it? When he went to... Uh, and so he went I'm from, from Chelsea to
0: someone... I think it was But well, he didn't really play for correct.
1: Chelsea. And um, he's played for teams which are struggling in the league. And, and he's, he's always... Attacks, attacked, attacked, Not is he's, Maybe he's not, he's not a good backup for a team who will only be counter really.
0: And it's taken... I and mean, this sounds stupid, but a lot of his career, he's been playing different places. He's been thrown yeah. between left-back and centre-back. I think for Bournemouth, he was thrown in at DM a couple of times well yeah. oh, You know, like he's never really until the last time, until coming to Man City and the last two seasons have starting to get a bit of game time, you can consistently see him as a centre back.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was, I mean, I think there's very much, I think Man City's had been, bit, I've been a bit battered by Covid as well, haven't I? I mean, they two keepers on the bench.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: As well as, I think, three youngsters. Oh look, three one it, two the three youngsters. It's
0: crazy and it they've lost so much of their squad yet they're still fielding probably about seven hundred million pound worth of player.
1: Yeah, it's Madness. I mean their bench probably still worth more than Leicester's starting eleven and Well yeah,
0: Grealish is on it. <laughs>
1: and Foden who I never haven't sold him but he would be worth probably similar amount to Grealish if they were to sell him.
0: Not sound like uh, a biased Birmingham fan, but I I'm firmly in the belief that if Grealish is a hundred mil, Foden's one fifty. <laughs>
1: I think the thing with Foden, it's probably a bit off topic, but the thing with Foden is discipline. I mean, you've seen uh, England, you got disciplined yep. for um, these antics off the pitch, and now Pep's done the same.
0: Yeah, but like, it Pep seems, is it,
1: it a bit. It seems like there's a, a, feat, a theme, though.
0: Um, I mean, all, be... all he's done is gone nightclubbing, though, like with Grealish like it's not like he's... But then he came to
1: training yeah. in, in fit State,
0: Oh, did he? Oh, I didn't read that, no. but oh, yeah. I don't.
1: I don't know if it was like, like really bad. But he wasn't up to the standard that they expect. And if that happens, and if it's a, a theme of going against the manager's will, so for England breaking the, the bubble and for this one going out and not turning up to train, it could be some sort of like of another Balotelli who had a really promising youth. For it never really to be fulfilled or even <laughs> even worse someone like uh, what's his name
0: I suppose the, the main Not one well. the, the main one you think about when you think of all the potential in the world is oh his name just slipped my mind we had him on loan uh, he's at Derby now Vince no 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 no, 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 no. Oh, no I'll, find, <laughs> I'll find it now one sec one sec um... that's
1: fine that's fine You but like that's the thing. Potential doesn't mean that you're going to become an attitude. Amazing.
0: Is mag- Ravel yeah. Morrison.
1: Oh, yeah. He did at West Ham as well, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And even Michael Richards. I know it's. He, he was he had very okay. injury
0: prone, though, weren't he? Bless him. He
1: was injury prone, but also he said that. Uh, I watched him recently when he was chatting with Gary Lineker. And he said at 19, his paycheck, I think, he went from like. Nine grand a week, or around—don't this isn't the exact figures, but it's, it's exact multiplication from nine grand to ninety grand a week as a nineteen-year-old. And he said that ruined him. You remember going on like a night out and having like uh, tens of thousand bar tab for one night and stuff like that. And he said that ruined him because from that point, he, he didn't put the effort, he didn't put the work in. Well, I suppose, um, and
0: you don't—you don't get a good group of friends around you at that point. You don't get—you yeah. know—I mean, them Stonewall people. Nineteen years, going years old.
1: Having that money in '19 and that, um, I suppose he was meant to be like one of the next big things, Michael Richard, and he ended up. I mean, he's he's been a pundit for a couple of years now, and he's in his early thirties. Do you know what I mean? Like, Sidna,
0: so, um, I think he's a fantastic pundit, though.
1: Yeah, he's great. He's great. I, mean, he's a, like, <laughs> he's I saw
0: someone put it on a uh, Facebook a few weeks ago, and they said Michael Richards. and My biggest compliment to him is I'm not sick of hearing him yeah, as yeah. a pundit, like, and that's quite. Tough to say. This year, I like, was sick to death of a lot of pundits sometimes, but he's been good. He's very, he's very good, and he's he
1: just brings a bit of life. But yeah, but like the phoning thing. Let's hope his discipline doesn't take away from his on-field ability.
0: Yeah, he's he's at that point, isn't he? Oh, he's so so good, but it yeah, actually could ruin his career.
1: Yeah, but that that, that game six three. Um... Yeah. The result, not the result you expected, the team winning you expected. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot more drama than it than people thought, I think. And it could have gone either way at one point. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's a great game of football.
0: Oh, massive. It was good to watch as well. Yeah. Though when I watched the Highlights back, I was like, wow. <laughs> uh, so, next we move on to Norwich's absolute fell apart against a good Arsenal team.
1: Well, we wanted we want to talk today about Arsenal. Why don't we do that now as well? Uh, mix it in with this about how Arsenal looking stronger and stronger.
0: They are looking every single game really better and better.
1: And like, you look at their team as well. I know we go on about this a lot. The youth in it. You look look from the back there. What their team should from that game? Ramsdale early twenties, Ben White early twenties, Rob Holden early twenties, um, Gabriel early twenties. It's Rob Holden in the early twenties. Rob, Rob, Rob in the Holden. League, sir. Either- we
0: just checked. I mean, no, no, I believe you, but I mean, you know when you just hear them names where you feel like they've been around for eternity? Uh, well,
1: tw- uh, it was not a mid-twenties, 25.
0: Yeah, that's, what, that's still young, though, for a starting centre-back in a Premier 26
1: League. 26 now, so he's turned 26. Yeah, and he's not their, their main centre-back in the back, that's is he really? Mad. But uh, anyway, t e early twenties. Obviously, Jacques is a bit older. Uh, he's but, the senior. Uh, one of the senior players as well, but Thomas Party who isn't too old, is he? Uh he's twenty eight, so he's yeah, late twenties. then you've got Martinelli. Teenager still on that sale, maybe twenty. I think so, yeah, uh, he's not old. Odegaard around the same age, Saka mm-hmm. around the same age, and Lacazette so three senior players would say. Jack and Lacazette.
0: And you look at that team and you realise they haven't even started Emil Smith Rowe. There's so many good yeah. players they would have left on the bench.
1: And you've got like a bit more a bit of experience on the bench as well. But also, who's that um, left back they play uh, I don't know so Tav- Tavares who yeah,
0: yeah 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 the one they bought this season in
1: yeah again another young player like they in the next few years they could honestly be one of the best teams in England maybe even the world if they keep well that's a big statement but
0: if well, these no, players start
1: developing like they are and they don't lose them all,
0: Arteta said at the start of the season when they lost three in a row he said trust the process trust yeah. The process, and you've seen it. Some managers
1: are brought in for instant results. Some managers are drawn yeah. to rebuild.
0: Some um, need to
1: rebuild. This is, this is a rebuilding one, I think. And like, I mean, they were away today. Um, the other day, so more five nil. But their home form this season, I don't know where, if you know where they are on the home table in their form table. Not important. In the home table, Jay, they're second to Man City at home, wow. and they've played nine games. Where a lot of teams have played ten. And they're still second. They've lost one, drawn one, won seven at home. That's mad. It's a fortress. And like, this Arsenal team could. I think, I mean, I've said every single podcast we've done, I think they're finishing fourth this season.
0: I and I Bayern think and I've, I've gone from laughing and mm. thinking you were optimistic about a team to kind of believing you.
1: Yeah. I mean, if they. The first three games of the season, which. Were games to forget for Arsenal. Let's, let's, let's say that's quite fair. Um, what were they? They were Brentford away, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Um, what were the other two? Um, it was one of the big. Was it Tottenham they played? They no, Tottenham the
0: Tot- was the turning point, weren't it? They beat Tottenham, didn't they? What did they lose? Uh, the to
1: first game of the season was Brentford, Chelsea, yeah, and Man City.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, so they lost to Man City got battered. Uh,
0: they it- lost to
1: Chelsea too now. Lost to Brentford for two
0: Because I remember but the whole you... Spursy thing happened from that as well. Because it was imagine Tottenham at the top of the league and Arsenal at the bottom of the league. Watch Arsenal lose. If like, if you right?
1: forgot about them first three games, obviously you don't. The season's thirty eight games long. But if you did, they'd be second in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's how close they are to the action. I mean, I don't think they. I don't think anyone's going to say they're going to win the league this year. I think that probably be a, be a ridiculous statement right now but I really do think they're going to get top four and get it quite convincingly as well.
0: I think, I know I sound like a broken record every week. I've mentioned the African Cup of Nations, but Hmm. it is massively going to affect every team in this league and you're going to have to see how it affects these teams. Like Arsenal losing a fair amount of players in the African Cup. Who Who are are Arsenal Partey, Partey, isn't it? So you've got, hang on, let me get it up there. There's Arsenal.
1: Pepe, but he's on the bench.
0: Pepe, Abamiang obviously goes. El Nene. Doesn't matter.
1: El Nene's bench boy. The only starter I would say is Partey. Partey, They're losing. No, yeah. I I get your point, but I think it looked worse on paper. I think because you see names like Partey, El Nene, who's been a part of um, Mm -hmm. Arsenal or on loan.
0: Abamiang's basically gone anyway
1: exactly like i don't think i mean they've got lacazette for the obamian role of that sensible head up top who actually had a really good game with norwich But like, way pepe. first half but better than the second half but yeah pepe when Doesn't you've exist. got martinelli only sack and then smith row on the bench
0: he's not fifth choice he's not really
1: gonna get a sniff is
0: he, he he'll struggle to make all of your coach starting 11.
1: Mm, like i i can't see them not getting top four right now in start season or about five games in, six games in, I said I think they could get it. But right now, I, that was more of a punt back there. But right now, I think it's it's a pretty safe play by putting them in fourth at the moment. What do you think?
0: No, no, I agree. I think they're set for fourth at the minute. I think, and I would have said, if this podcast had been done yesterday, I would have said Tottenham have games in hands, but Tottenham have shown today...
1: Oh, ridiculous.
0: ...that they have just bottled a 10 men game where they had I, the advantage for so long and couldn't get the goal.
1: To be fair, though, there had two goals that should have went in. should have counted. One of them offside, which I don't think was offside. It was literally like the offside lines were literally on top for each other. And I thought they were going benefit without the Yeah, was say, I was I thought
0: they'd and, thicken the lines to striker advantage. And the second one,
1: uh, it's just Forster was literally... I know we'll talk about this more probably in a minute, but Forster was literally... He went to catch the ball and fumbled it into his own net and they said, because a player was near him, who they knocked into each other, but it, the player didn't hit the ball out of his arms or anything. It just hit inside. Even Klattenberg, who was they're like off-field um, off um, official, well, for Amazon anyway, they've hired him to, yeah, to right. he said, it shouldn't. It, for him, it wasn't a foul. But he goes, because he gave it, then VAR aren't going to overrule it. But he goes, for him, it wasn't. So it should have been 2-3-1.
0: Well, anyway, no, he I says that, a but VAR, I swear VAR is meant to be a clear or obvious error. Not giving Please, a goal but... because of a stupid decision is a clear error.
1: I think so, but, I mean, usually referees don't go against each other. You see when they bring these referees on, they usually say the same as what's on field. I think goalkeepers are protected too much. They are, it was ridiculous. I mean, if you watch that, Jay, I mean, I was lucky enough to be able to watch it live. I, I love that Amazon's got some games. I know it's hard because it's so many different places, so much money, but I've got Amazon Prime anyway. So, um, it was a good game of football. Um, South Southampton went down to ten men. It was quite. Uh, it was probably in their favour to be fair, but it was a stupid red card to get.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. But, well, um, we'll quickly bounce back. Yeah. We'll get onto them sorry, now. Not, We're good. Sorry, we've got two more games on Boxing Day. We just need to fly through. Three more, three more. So, Tottenham, Tottenham 3, Palace 0. I watched this game. Um, It was all set up for a Tottenham game. Palace, for the first 10 minutes, were trying to get at them. And it was just a case of when are Conte's team going to click into place? When's it all going to work? And then, bang, two goals in two minutes. Harry Kane starting to look like his old player. Yeah, Zaha's a mug. I don't know if you've seen it. Zaha's an so. idiot. So you get a wow. silly yellow card anyway, and yeah. then the ball's going out of play, and your man's just shielding it. You know, they put the body in the way and stuff. Zaha, yeah. already on a yellow card in the first half, 2 0 down, grabs him by the yeah. throat and throws him to the floor. He seems like a bit of a hothead there, doesn't he? He's like, your men's have like, if they were going to get back into this game, he's you needed him. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy, okay. and he like, your whole game plan at that point becomes Zaha, give him the ball, hope for the best. Like, I and mean, it's such a stupid sending off, idiotic. I, really, like.
1: I mean, they probably wouldn't have come back even with it. But if they were going to, like I'm saying, he's your man.
0: Yeah, he's just throwing that chance away. And I think this, yeah, of course. And I think this game was big for Tottenham in terms of I know we've just spoke about they, you know, they struggled against Southampton, but. At the same time, if you look at that game, I believe it was Son, Kane, and Mora all got the goals. The front yeah, three I mean, is starting to... I saw
1: that uh, the statistics in contest context of over in the league. Like, I think it's like Harry Kane scored four, Son's scored three, Mora scored two, but then mora has got like three assists, Kane's mm-hmm. got two assists, something like that. They're all, it's working together nicely.
0: I read something interesting earlier, actually. I was just reading it yeah. as I as an article, and it said, "Um, it's weird that Nuno Santo when he was there mm. had them as the, the the lowest work rate in the Premier League yeah, under I saw content and the well. highest.
1: Yeah, I saw that earlier, yeah.
0: So it's they're now yeah, yeah. And you didn't I like, I didn't really notice lasting.
1: it. It seems to be lasting, doesn't it? Like yeah. you saw Man United with their new manager, first few games having that high pressing game, which has yeah. now disappeared again.
0: Wow, we'll so. get we'll
1: get on to you United.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aston Villa one, Chelsea three. What more can be said about this? Gerrard's out with the vid. Um, yeah. You know, and I watched this game as the well. First um, half, I think it's fair to say Villa looked good. Um, they
1: looked okay. I mean, I watched, I watched this game. Uh, it was a silly own goal. People blaming Reese James, but as a defender, the cross comes in.
0: You have to get get a foot to an even hand.
1: It was Mendy's positioning, I would say. It was more Mendy's error than James's. James didn't have a great game all game. Not to lie, I felt bad for him. There's a few things he did not very well. But for a defender, if the ball's coming in, you don't know if there's a clinical striker behind you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You don't know that if you're playing this game, if Danny Ings is behind you. Oli Watkins, Watkins, especially from across, is behind you. You try and get that ball out. So he heads it, even if he doesn't hit it out of play, puts the striker off. He I, for me, I think he does the right move.
0: Then At the mending, end of the day, it's like your point position. is perfect, like you have to try and get something on the ball. You, you know, don't have time Ollie... to
1: turn around and see who's behind yeah. you. Obviously you should be aware.
0: But Ollie Watkins but... is so like mad when he moves anyway. I don't know if you've watched yeah. him much. But he just yeah, moves. Yeah. He just runs about the place he's like a mad little rabbit. You know, trying to watch him yeah. and you're like, where's he going? Like Ings is the one who's going to be stood there waiting for the ball. Like Watkins is the Nusser who runs about. Hmm. So, you're not going to know if he's behind you or not. Uh, you're going so, to need to just... gone. You're just going
1: to head it, don't you? Like, yeah, it's, it's get something on it. One of the first rules of defending, really. I would rather
0: it. concede an own goal via a defender trying to clear it than just leaving the ball and allowing someone to just whack it in back stick.
1: Because nine times out of ten, it would be the right move. Yeah. In this case... Unluckily, it wasn't. Um, I mean, Chelsea scored two penalties. Both of them, I believe, were penalties. I mean, the, the last one, especially, he like clean takes out Lukaku. But... Oh, yeah.
0: And that was the catalyst of change, wasn't it, really? Like, Lukaku was it, coming on. Was it 1 1 at half time, anyway? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I have a friend who went to the game. He's a season ticket older at the Villa, but we don't talk about that. Um <laughs> And he turned around and he said, like, as soon as he saw Romelu Lukaku warming up, he, he was like, oh no. Like, he knew.
1: To be honest, Lukaku he was involved. But the only two big things he did was the goal and getting the penalty. But that's all he needed to do. That right, was not yeah. changed. But he just like, changes it up, doesn't he? Yeah. Like,
0: it's the fear factor as well. Like, you've gone from them trying to play nicey, nicey football to you've got an absolute powerhouse up top now, yeah, just yeah, waiting. Yeah. Like, and look at their second... Look at the Lukaku goal itself. What's means doing? Yeah. It's... What is he doing? You it talk about Reece season James and people saying he weren't good, but at least jump with the man. I know he's a yeah. unit. I know he's an absolute tank of a man. But standing there and trying to lean into <laughs> Romelu Lukaku, it's just not going to work. Right. The man made some killing was... off that. It was a good game.
1: Um... Like you said, at Villa weren't bad. To be fair, until the uh, Chelsea penalty, I'd say Villa probably slightly had the better of the game. It was close.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But then after that, it seemed like the momentum just switched. And then it's, when Lukaku came on, like we saying, it was, uh, you, it was only going to go one way in that game.
0: Yeah. Um, it, I mean, it, it's a, again, it's another result that doesn't surprise us, though, does it? Do you know what I mean? We're not sat here going, oh, I didn't expect that. What well, no, yeah, I did. Exactly. I believe we're in a prediction league, and I believe I actually perfectly scored that as well. I think you do, and
1: and the thing is, like we back. Like I know Chelsea haven't been in great form, and Aston Villa have, but I, f- I still think Chelsea, you expect Chelsea to win that game. So, uh, but last game of, was, is last game of the twenty eighth uh, Boxing Day was Brentford.
0: Yeah, Brighton 2 Brentford now.
1: Which again, in our prediction league, I was the only one to get right. Everyone else went for Brentford or draw. I I went think Brighton. Like Brighton. Not been in great form, but going out to win. Brentford, I find, to be probably the most inconsistent team this season. Not Brentford, the worst team. <laughs> you don't know who's going to show up.
0: Yeah, Brentford will go and slap a United 2-0, but then get battered by Norwich 3-0 the next week. Like, exactly. You don't know which
1: Brentford you've got. And away um, from home against a team like Brighton, who do create
0: chances. And I think it this was for me, big was for Brighton. Big, because I don't know what... I still, like we said last week, I don't understand why fans are on Graham Potter's back. The man no, no, no. has got them playing good football, attacking. Yeah, results don't go your way a lot of the time in the Premier League. Investing in them, No, you're not only giving the money to spend. The man's got a decent squad and he's doing all right with it. But I think these fans are a bit of a joke, really, going, yeah, Graham Potter's not very good. Yeah. Oh, he needs to leave now. Let him go. I guarantee that, you let man. him go. You had a proven, decent manager, Chris Euton, who kept you up and you still sacked him. Your board are a joke. I mean, if they let him go, I
1: want him to get relegated. I'll say it yeah, um... I now. Mean, I don't mind Brighton, even though they're sort of like poor, so like friendly rivals. But yeah. uh, if they get, get uh, relegated, I want to get relegated. I want to see them to see what they're throwing away there.
0: Yeah. and that... I
1: don't think you'll go. I don't think you will.
0: I don't think you will. But that sums up Boxing Day. That was interesting. Obviously, we had some games called off.
1: And I suppose in the same round of fixtures, we talked about the United game yesterday, yesterday.
0: Yep. so we will jump straight into that one, yeah.
1: Because that was so. sort of like the same round of fixtures. Like week, no, no, the it is. It is. Do you know what I mean?
0: It's the in-between, isn't it? So, yeah, Newcastle yeah. won, Man United won. And you could sit here and argue the toss all day that Newcastle could quite easily feel a grudge by only having a point.
1: And Man United, as angry as they get, when they're like, oh, the defence is actually all right when Varane's back. He was not great, Varane and especially for the Newcastle goal, everyone's blaming Maguire. I think I it mean, was a joint effort, how bad it was. I mean, They yeah, were but... both pulled out of position, both not high enough to their man um, for, for when the ball was coming in, and they're both in a really awkward position for Max to just finish it. It was both awful defending from both centre-backs. I mean, but you
0: might say Maguire was, Maguire was
1: worse, but it was Varane was also not great. And I especially think
0: in that goal. Maguire wouldn't actually come under the light, though, only he's the club captain, am I wrong? And he's English. English, English club captain, are. England captain. Yeah. Like, I oh know he's not Harry Kane's England captain, but you know what I mean? Like, He's a catalyst, isn't he? Like, He's that kind of player that we all look at as the yeah. big, big towering centre-half. Like. And he's also Ryan, got £80 million some, price tag.
1: But that's the thing about him. He will do some amazing things. You saw him for England. He's, he was a great player for England. And for Man United, He's done some great things as well, but he's also prone to the error. Yeah. And that's why I don't know if he was worth £80 million.
0: No, I think
1: I... If, if he didn't have these errors in his game, his little errors, £80 million pound players, he's, he's a dominant force 90% of the time.
0: I think, but obviously, you just... had the, the problem of Man United needed a centre-back. He's English. He plays for the England national team. He ticked yeah. a lot of boxes, so his price naturally went up.
1: But it's just it's too error prone to be seen. It's like the Van Dyke. Van Dyke makes like four or five errors a season.
0: And like didn't, didn't Van Dyke go a whole calendar year without being dribbled past?
1: I think it was even longer. It was yeah. a calendar year, but even longer as well.
0: Like, yeah, I remember like... reading it and thinking, what? Like, in a whole year, someone couldn't dribble past him. Like, the man. Like,
1: he does make errors, Van Dyke. We've seen mm-hmm. him make errors. Especially some sort of it like when, I remember once he passed it back and someone intercepted, stuff like that. But not to the same magnitude that Harry Maguire does.
0: And I think Maguire, the issue is it's a lot of the same kind of errors. Yeah. Whereas a good centre back learns from the first time.
1: Yeah, sadly. I don't know I don't think we will ever be I don't think anyone will ever say something as good as Van Dyke or someone like that. No, or I think Van
0: Dyke's prime
1: Ramos or Prime PK. Like who you rarely saw make errors. And I don't and like to say but
0: I think Van Dyke is one of them once in a generation centre backs. Like defensively. He's up there, isn't he? He's up there, top three.
1: What in this what what generation are you on about? Like, like in, in terms of this
0: this one we're in like, the last ten ish years. Hmm. Like if you look at let's say the last five years. Last Name me a better like centre back. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I mean, like at the minute. He just—you can't years, I think him. he might
1: be pushing it a bit. He probably still make the the, the back two,
0: but yeah, when you him, look
1: him at I mean, Ramos, Cialini, uh, prime people we, we don't talk about
0: Italian defenders on this podcast, thank you. <laughs> sorry,
1: <laughs> sorry. But you, uh, These are good centre backs. I mean, yeah. when you go back to, like last twenty years, when you get into the like Real Ferdinand and stuff stage, which yeah. then it'll be a bigger discussion, I think. Not saying he's better or worse, but it'll be a bigger discussion. The last ten years, I think he's probably top two center backs in the world for me. Maybe, definitely top four, probably top two for me.
0: I can't see a center back coming out to his level in the next ten years. I think that's what I was trying to round about way say.
1: Yeah, maybe. Who who knows? I mean, you don't know who's round the corner. Center backs is a weird one because you don't usually see young center backs thinking they're gonna be the next best player. When you do see like the Mbappes, you do see the Harlands because you see their returning goals, don't you?
0: Yeah, true.
1: But then you've got like, um, what's Chelsea's fullback? I'm oh, not about centre back, I always get his name wrong. Uh, he scored first game of the season. Ch- uh, Chal- Chalaba. I don't know how to say it. Yeah, yeah. Him. Uh, yeah. He's young, he's good. Uh, ben White, even if he carries on going in the way he's doing, he's relatively young for a centre back anyway. I mean, don't don't misquote me. I'm not going to say he's going to be the best centre backs in the no, world. No, no, I'm holding you but to this
0: one now. <laughs> I think it's
1: harder to judge centre backs early than it is attackers. Personally,
0: yeah, I think I agree with you there. But where were where were we
1: going with this? We just finished United game.
0: There we um, go. That's where we're at. Uh, they shouldn't you know have won, I mean.
1: but they oh drawn, but they did.
0: Well, yeah. It was. Um, it was a I
1: mean, did it you see Consider Gary Neville's about this game.
0: Now, did he, have a, did he kick off with he criteria as well this game? Did he?
1: Well, one thing he said, which was interesting, which I, I think is true, and I actually see it. He says two players on the United team are like, whinge, whinge, whinge. Shouldn't Ronaldo. You know, they're like blaming some Ronaldo, Bruno. Both Portuguese players. I don't know if it's a cultural thing. It might be, it might not be. I don't see a, a lot of other Portuguese players. You don't see Jota doing it. You don't see Cancelo doing it. So maybe it's just these two. But um, he, he's like. You see the first half. Every little mistake there, winching, and winching, and he thinks the young players get influenced by that. And he said one of the things, big things he saw, is at half time when Cavani came on. That experienced head, the Cavani who's played at PSG, the Cavani who's played for Uruguay yeah. for years and years. He's played top league in Italy as well. Um, when he came on, the young players sort of looked to him and saw he wasn't, he wasn't getting affected by this whinging, and he was like yeah. saying. Man United needs to play Cavani to counteract the windjam from Ronaldo and Fernandes.
0: And this is, I don't, to me, it looks like Ronaldo is already sick of United.
1: we have you seen the team he's playing with? Yeah, that's what I'm I mean, surprised. but he just,
0: he looks like he's already had enough. Like, he's literally like, please, like. And Cavani, mm. the forgotten man in some ways, like, coming on I and scoring. Been, I
1: think he's been Man United's second best player the season.
0: Now, that's what I mean, but since Ronaldo's coming, in, like, people seem to forget that he exists a lot of the time. And now he's uh, starting I, to come in. It was a good goal for him to score as well. Like, he kind of everyone. Yeah. He'll he fought his way into that team.
1: I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. When he first signed for United, I thought it was a waste because of the amount of wages they're going to spend on him. And maybe it was, but I think this last two years, from when he's played, he's been their best or second best player.
0: Oh, yeah. He's, he's, been, been, he's been great. He's worked so, I...
1: right in the Champions League. Do you remember that, that goal? Mm.
0: I know,
1: Champions League? Yeah, it was Champions League. And. Um, Ronaldo giving up and you just see Cavani. Bro,
0: blistering and ball, yeah. like it.
1: I like him. I think he's good. Um, I... I was proven wrong, I
0: think. I think Ronaldo is literally acting like a 36 year old man baby at the minute, and I don't know what's going on with him. You know, I it's, think... it's the highest level of football. Decisions aren't going to go UA. There is going to be stuff that goes wrong in a game. You're tired. You're playing a lot of fixtures. Grow up. Stop crying. Like, get on with it. If anyone's going to look at you to get the goal, they're going to look at you to inspire the team. If you and your most creative midfielder in Bruno are both bitching on the side when you're not getting stuff your way, the whole team's morale is going to fall apart. 100%.
1: I think he's, his body might be catching up with age. Not as many 36-year-old players. I mean, his body's like ridiculous compared to a lot of people who are 36. But I think it's starting to catch up. You look at a, a striker, and you think, "What are his prime years? Twenty-eight to thirty, usually." Obviously, Messi, Lewandowski, yeah. and him are like abnormal to that.
0: The, the anom- anomalies.
1: Thirty-one in your prime years, yeah, and maybe his body's catching up with his age a little bit. And I mean, we we see him adapt to his game. He doesn't run as much. I mean, he can run. You saw that in the Euros when it uh, was it Portugal's goals against Germany when he yeah. headed the ball out from the defence the corner then he goes and buries the goal at the top as well but he's he's got it in him but maybe only once or twice per game he can do it now and you see him adapting his game he's not doing as much and maybe it's frustrating him a bit that he he's seen these other players do i'm not saying it's right but you've seen players like greenwood who got taken off at half time you see him like maybe miss touch a ball or um uh, not get around the player. And i was like when I was his age me five years ago I could easily do that and he's getting annoyed not saying he's right for me moaning at these players but I I can sort of see in his mind why why his headspace has gone there
0: I know of course but I I think unnecessary tears at his team when they're struggling in the game isn't the most helpful thing for a man of such experience who's won so many trophies and done so much in his career I think you should have the tactical nails to know that acting like a bit of a knobhead isn't the best way to go about it
1: I mean, you look looking at him in the Portugal win, in the Euros. Like, that was the Ronaldo who you, you respect in the final when he went off injured and he was there and he was like, he was basically a second manager. Mm-hmm. And that's the Ronaldo you need, encouraging your players, encouraging Edda to score. And if you've got that Ronaldo, that's better than the Ronaldo who's moaning every time a ball's missed games. Yeah, I mean... That's going to that's gonna help you too. He helps his team more off the pitch in that Portuguese match, probably, than the pitch in that Newcastle match.
0: And maybe it's a case, and I know it sounds stupid to say, but maybe sometimes football partnerships don't work and sometimes you're worse off when you start two two fantastic players on the same pitch can cause an issue. Gerard Lampard, Scholes' trio for England was always the mainstay for that, both the same kind of player. Maybe Bruno and Ronaldo are that kind of... When they're both on the pitch together, they're class but it's counteracted by a bad attitude and them thinking they're better than.
1: I mean, saying that, Jane, just twins in my mind, the start of the season, Bruno was on, on real form the first few games.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I remember that first, was it the first or second game when it was like four or five goals and he scored like yeah. three of them. So remember, let me just look at the score, um, which game that was.
0: He's confident in that game. Yeah. And like, Against Leeds, was... weren't it? When he got that Leeds. Yeah, because Ayling yeah, like... scored the absolute thunder shot, didn't they?
1: <laughs> Yeah, uh, it was five one, and you had Fernando Yeah, Fernandez' hat trick, and Fred and Mason Greenwood. But even in like the whole game, he was unreal. Pogba was unreal,
0: and, and I think Bruno's, Bruno's confidence is gone since yeah. that Villa game yeah. when he went to take the penalty and Ronaldo kicked off at him and he blazed it over in the last kick of the game.
1: I think that's. I think Bruno needs to be the main man in the team, and I don't think he is.
0: And I think he it's hates sort of it's like remember like
1: Tom Cleverley. When he was like, you need to build a team around me. Bruno's yeah, the sort of player. 2 23
0: You need, you know, Tom Cleverley <laughs> is the goat, mate. Um,
1: maybe Bruno's that player. He he's, he doesn't suit well a second fiddle. And maybe that's not a player for every team. But, I mean, seeing that league game, how great he can be.
0: Yeah. Uh, it'll be interesting. We'll see what you January brings to United. But I am interested to see yeah. that. Because that is looking... Like something's got to change there, really, which is sad to say. But yeah. Ralph Reckitt seems to be the Ray kind of Ralph. manager who wants the best for his team and he wants yeah, an yeah. attitude of work rate right, and going for it. So, and he seems like the kind of manager that's got the balls so as well to turn around and go, Oh, you don't like that? Okay, you know what, Ronaldo, what? You can go on the bench. But nah, see ya. Yeah. Cavani, your starting that's...
1: lad. Oh, yeah. I, I I reckon that'd be more if to happen. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think mean Ronaldo's an unreal player.
0: Oh, yeah. I'd have him on loan but at Brighton.
1: I, I think there's too many... I'm using, like, quoting things, star players in this United team. They're not team players. I mean, look at Bruno last year at United. For 90% of the season, he was amazing. Went to Euros. I know last few games when United wasn't great. But went to Euros, again, a team of um, Ronaldo in. Didn't play well at all the whole of the Euros. Mm-hmm. And then when Ronaldo's not at United, had a great start to the season. And since he's been there, I've not seen him play a great
0: game. No, I mean ever.
1: So I think maybe he's one of them players who needs to be the start, and United have too many stars. Like Pogba's disappeared. I know he's he's like not interested or whatever, but maybe he's a similar sort of player. You got a Pogba, Bruno, and a Ronaldo. The team's not big enough for all three. You go, um, well, Does that make sense? I'm not just yeah, yeah,
0: no, no, somebody. no, hundred percent. You're talking pure sense there. Like that does, yeah hundred percent. I think attitudes need to change or confidence needs to change or then two need yeah. to just get a room really and get on with it like and stop oh, this, at each other.
1: I think this team again, it's the same Gary Neville rant yesterday. This team was the team that was what well, got I know it's his team, he maybe should have recruited that, but it was a team that got sacked and they're gonna get a lot more managers sacked if they keep playing like this. they should be blowing away with newcastle i know eddie howe's doing a good job of pulling them all together but you should be destroying newcastle
0: it says a lot with joel and was man of the match and he was fantastic don't get me i'm not you know did you see joel linton's stats that game yeah he was unbelievable
1: but newcastle won one game all season yeah 19
0: man united
1: even this man united, not like not a man united on ten years, this United should be in four minutes.
0: Yeah, they should be I mean, slapping about the park.
1: If you find are fighting for top um, top four, you need to, I mean, they're averaging more than two goals conceded in a game Newcastle. A man United can't even get two plus
0: two. I'm gonna change my top four prediction and say that United will be lucky to get sixth.
1: I mean unless they change something I mean, we see Conte. We'll talk about it in a second, aren't we? Conte's not lost since being at Tottenham. The first manager, I think, is it seven games in the league he's been in charge mm-hmm. of now. It's the first Tottenham manager of all time to not be unbeaten in the first seven games. It could be uh, Man City, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, Tottenham United, maybe.
0: Yeah, and I think Tottenham. Don't get wrong. I still think top four will be Arsenal, but I think Tottenham will pull them most of the way there.
1: Yeah, uh, even now, even though they drew today, if they win their two games in hand, they're still fourth at the moment. Mm-hmm. I mean, they have to win them games. They threw one of them away today. But, um, yeah, it's, um, it's it's going to be close. But I don't think United will to to get to
0: It will be. So, two, two more results to go through. Uh, we'll go through Palace first. Crystal Palace 3, Norwich nil.
1: Yes, was that today?
0: Yeah. Yes,
1: yeah, sorry. Because so- sort of talked about. It? The Tottenham one already,
0: haven't we? Yeah, we kind of we flashed through Tottenham already. Uh, yeah, so Palace gone.
1: Like it was Norwich it looked like a lost cause. The question with Norwich, I think, is, are they going to keep Dean Smith if they get relegated? Because it's wow. not his team. He's proven to be. He got Villa really promoted, didn't he?
0: Well, yeah. Uh, the, he's, he's, who did sorry?
1: Dean Smith got Villa really promoted, didn't he? Yes,
0: he did. And he's, yeah, he's, basically, he's been, the issue is Villa, been, which is quite a bit of note to say, is this was Villa's first real run of bad form under Dean Smith, and they just yeah. lost the best player for 100 mil, and they were yeah. soon to get rid of him.
1: And he's taken over a team who uh, mm-hmm. were destined for relegation. Really, do they keep him? Because there's not—I mean, he's been—he's inherited a team which has been underperforming, and not had any chance already. Now, if they get relegated. Surely they should keep him. I know you're probably a bit biased on this one. I this think I'm always firm.
0: I always firmly believe that if you take a team down, you should at least attempt. Or, you know, you should be honest. You know, you should say if you feel like you have a good chance of bringing them straight back up, go for it.
1: Especially if you take them over mid-season.
0: Yeah, like mid-season especially. If you started the season you plan at work, mm, I can understand it.
1: Like if Brucey was stayed at Newcastle and they got relegated, you'd understand him going now you're gone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. It's interesting, isn't it? I think any positives to say for Norwich? No. I've just read saying I've just read something quite interesting on Sky. And yeah. um, it's nothing major, it just says Canaries suffer fifth straight defeat without scoring. They're conceding they the and they're not scoring. They've scored in high...
1: nineteen games, they've scored eight all season. Uh, st-
0: their whole game plan is Timo Puki. and yeah. if you nullify Puky,
1: they don't I mean, know what Puk- to do. Puky's never in his two seasons in the Prem; he's been awful. I know he scored in his like first ever Prem game against Liverpool, mm-hmm. and maybe he scored a few of those, but he's been awful generally. So relying on a striker who failed the first time in the league is not a good decision. And like, I mean, I mean, on the other side, see, Crystal Palace snuck into the top ten; they're ninth now.
0: Just the Vieira revolution. He's, he's doing all right, isn't he? Bear in mind, they didn't have Conor Gallagher. All Will are hard this game. Yeah. Like, it's,
1: I mean, it's good. I mean, they've won the least amount of games in the top 12. But it doesn't matter. They're still, they're still nice.
0: They're, they're gung-ho, aren't they? They either win or lose. There is no drawing in this team. <laughs> they are gun ho in it? Like, we are either going to win 3-0 or lose 4-2. It is fine. But uh, Palace, safe, fine. Um, couple of things they'll need to obviously get in January they'll need to keep hold of Zaha as much as he's a hothead and a bit of an idiot he's very talented you know yeah. but saying that Afcon's gonna hurt Then I've got yeah, a list no. uh, I've now finally got a list up in front of me of exactly who goes to Afcon <laughs> so we'll yeah. go through that in a minute but Palace lose Kwiate schlup yeah. yeah. Jordan Oyu and Zaha yeah
1: so they rely on Benteke.
0: Yeah, so. Yeah. I like.
1: I do like Benteke. King Christian, but I don't know if he's a um, leading man anymore.
0: Mm. Like, tough. No, I don't. But we'll see. The final game, and the most Was... weird one. I didn't. I expected West Ham to beat Watford, but I didn't expect four-one. Oh, did it finish four? I didn't see. 4, 90th, 90th minute. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah, I saw it 3-1. I didn't see the fourth goal going. Mean, wow. I mean. Even when Watford were winning, they weren't convincing. Uh, quick sign out on this Dennis, he's only got one more game. He is going to AFCON.
0: Yeah. I know he no. said he
1: might not be. He's Easy. Um, but even when they went ahead, great finish. Like the, the way he took oh. on uh, it was Dawson.
0: He left him on his he ass got, didn't
1: though. Yeah, dummied him. And then <laughs> literally, it looked like he was going over it. was that high in the corner, in the top corner. It was a great finish. But even then, they looked like they were going to lose. West Ham just pressed and pressed and pressed. They were. It was a West Ham who you, you sort of saw at the start of the season oh, like when they were when they were in form. They look back yeah. to
0: their aggressive, pushy selves. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. how do I feel about it after watching some of that? So, disclaimer: I am working nights. I fell asleep, woke up and saw the score. So I have tried to quickly watch highlights and can't catch up on everything. <laughs> um, from the goals I saw. Watford defensively look a bit frail still. Yeah, You know, like Suchak, literally, how do you let any Premier League footballer have about four yards around him in the centre of your box to have a shot on goal? Like, I know he ran into the box, but there was no-one tracking that mark. The goal's just, yeah, considering... Let, um, considering Watford have had such a long layoff we've missed a couple of games you'd expect them to be fit but at the same time I suppose if they've actually had Covid which they have it was going to yeah. be like a warm up game for them again and gaining fitness
1: Yeah how, how many weeks off is it? Two or three maybe? Two or three One like game.
0: And it's just you do feel for Watford especially and I'm going there again You ready for this John? Right African Cup of Nations Peter Etterbo, Willa to Kong Messina, yeah. Ishmael Saar, Emmanuel Dennis all leave to the AFCON. Wow. A truce to Kong, club captain, centre back. Etabo, centre mid, I believe. Messina, defender. Saar and Dennis. Like, yeah. Ishmael Saar yeah. and Emmanuel Dennis. You're arguably your two biggest goal threats when fit.
1: Yeah, mate. They could draw. They want their teams to get knocked out quick,
0: or the tournament get cancelled. Yeah, that's they what they're hoping for. Right? for a tournament cancel, or no, just do no. what Burnley doing just basically go into hibernation. Yeah. Like Burnley, like, are they still in the Prem? Are they? Are they allowed to play? Like they've they've got away with murder the last two weeks. I'm sorry, but they have got away with absolute murder. Just getting these games yeah. pulled last minute. You know, like it is ridiculous. Like. I believe there's a picture on the day when he got called off against Watford, and you can just see like a bit of a smile on Daishi's face. Or when yeah, it was yeah, snowing yeah. really heavy one day and they called it off, in might not have been Watford the game for. You just see a grin on his face, and you're like, you, you know, <laughs> you know what you've done, lad. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Watford, I still have them to beat the drop, you know. I I
1: hope they do. With Newcastle, hope probably investing and probably saving themselves. It could be a struggle, but I I hope they do. I don't want to see them in the championship again. Yeah. I hope they do, but I'm not sure. Especially with this Afcon, which you said.
0: No, I mean to.
1: But um, I, I, I out of the teams down there, I hope they stay up. That would have yeah. worked down. I just don't know if that's going to happen. But yeah, I mean. Should we go through this app on list just to finish today? jump to just yeah,
0: all right, I've got it for See in front which, of me. Teams gonna, okay. which teams, gonna, I think
1: that was all we had down for today. Okay. Uh, so this, obviously, this... we talked about COVID a little
0: bit,
1: but yeah, there's, there's, we'll talk about January transfer window maybe next week.
0: Yeah. But, um, we'll get. We'll do a January transfer windows. Well, if anything, we'll do it New Year's Day. We'll do a little like chat on New Year's Day and just sit and talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, right. So Arsenal Thomas party obviously Al Nenny, Abamyang and Nicholas Pepe. Villa, mm, not really bothered by theirs. They lose Trezeguet, who hardly plays. Bertrand Traore, who's in and out, and marvellous in the camp. Brentford. I
1: love that
0: name. But then
1: first two teams, not too bothered. They they lose some backers, especially in COVID, but they probably could.
0: Brentford lose Julian, Jean Veneer, Frank Onyeka, and Fus Henry. Brighton are losing Basuma.
1: So, the first four, not,
0: Burnley lose Cornet to the Ivory Coast. Chelsea lose Edouard, Mendy and um, Cornet, the left-back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chelsea lose Mendy and Ziyech.
1: Again, I mean, Mendy, they've got Kepa, who's who he was in goal with them for a season. Like, it's it's yeah. not the worst. And Ziyech, he plays every so often. They're uh, not too bad for Chelsea.
0: Palace, Koyate, Schlock. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jordan, are you even? And Zaha. Everton. Oh, palace the worst. Yeah. Effective. Everton, Gumabin for the Ivory Coast and Awobe. Yeah. Leeds, no one. Yeah. Uh, good old Leeds. Oh, Leicester, Amati, mm-hmm. Mendy, Wolf and Didi and Iniacho.
1: So, all their, their defensive midfielders. <laughs> was three defensive midfielders, Mendy, isn't it? Oh and the, my! The worst part
0: is you could argue. Indeed, and Iniyacho are both going to play for Nigeria, who are strong, probably favourites to win it.
1: Definitely, you'd expect a semi-final. Anything lower than final is a bad oh, tournament.
0: I don't think have got called up, but the look of this, Salah, <laughs> K, or Mane—the only ones called up from the Liverpool squad.
1: Wow. Okay. Maybe he's old. I mean, I mean who's who's worst affected? Just quickly, Crystal Palace or Leicester. Because I know Chris Palace maybe have more influential influential players, but Le- Leicester are losing their. They're
0: losing. They're losing the striker and their best one, the best arguably CDMs in the Premier League in Wilfred and didi
1: Yeah. Oh dear, Leicester. Leicester I mean,
0: Leicester, Leicester got it worse. Yeah. You know. Leicester just
1: lose Mares. I reckon Chris Palace would grind out draws, but I don't know if Leicester can. it. But if that defense, though, is that defensive mid?
0: Yeah. Wow. Sorry, carry on. I'm sorry. Right. Leicester just lose Mares. United lose Boye and Lestey's Dalio. Do you mean City? City lose Mares. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, United just lose Eric Boye and Ahmad Dalio to Ivory Coast. Newcastle and Norwich lose no one. <laughs> That's good
1: for them too in their relegation yeah. battle.
0: Southampton lose Moussa Di the centre-back. Yeah. Is he? He and sent off um, Mohamed Salisu, the other centre-back.
1: Oh, there wasn't Bruce DeSepio that sent like, off. It
0: was. Um, mm. There was. um so I Dupin, I'm sorry. But yeah, who, who else I lose? Tottenham, um, some defender called Mohamed Salesiu. Okay, yeah, yeah. Tottenham yeah. and West Ham lose no one. Wolverhampton Wanderers lose Roman Sayas, the Moroccan defender. And obviously Watford. That's enough, sent off,
1: by the way. Does it? Also. Nice.
0: Yeah. And Watford obviously get battered. They lose Etabo. Attruste Kong, Messina, Ishmael Saar, and Emmanuel Dennis. So the three
1: teams really affected. I mean, Southampton. S- Salahuddin's played his last game for them now for Ashkan. Yeah, it's Crystal Palace, Leicester, and Watford. And the ones who really struggled the most out of them, probably Watford. Yeah. especially when their team's already
0: not performing. If Watford can keep the their highest. heads above water, I'm sure the Tinker Man's got a plan or four up his sleeve where he'll bring some stuff in. I think they will. I still hold tight that they're going to be okay. I really want them to stay up.
1: They might be living off loans, though. I mean, Norwich should order use those loans, but thankfully they're not really in that big trouble with
0: it. I mean, what you're hoping for is COVID to just kind of go. No Afghan.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean, to be fair though, more games can be called off. If More players get it, and some of their players are already away. They won't be able to build the bench what is it they said if in the Premier League said if they've got enough players to do the bench then the game's going on.
0: I think if you've like got 14, 14 players, senior players, is it? Well, we have
1: Like, you see, maybe, like Watford, if, if, let's say a few of their players get COVID, maybe
0: yeah, they will
1: have more matches cancelled. Who knows?
0: Who Play knows. Burnley at their own game.
1: <laughs> exactly, mate. I not know when the match has been rearranged maybe then.
0: Exactly. But I think that will... That's everything, is it? Yeah, I think so. right wow. good, good, good chat.
1: I really enjoyed that.
0: that How went quick, but aye, right. <laughs> right. Um, guys, obviously, please like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Obviously, like us on Spotify as well. Click the little bell notifications to get notified when we decide to upload as well. And much love. Yeah, brilliant. In, a, See you in a bit. In a bit.